Good day and happy Wednesday, spooky sisters and misters out there. Today's episode is all about horror. It's horror, honey. So I have a special guest. His name is Zach, and he is also a fellow podcaster. And so we're doing a cute little crossover thing where I'm going on to his podcast, In Another World, and he's coming on to the Sunshine and Steven podcast, and we're going to be talking all things horror. We're talking Scream Queens. We're talking favorite movies. We're talking movies that we don't really like, <laughs> you know. Um, and then we dive into other stuff as well too but i'm super excited but i'm also gonna have a cute little meditation moment and you know a history lesson cute things like that so be prepared but like let's get into it because there's a lot there's a lot to go over so i hope you enjoy So my guest for today, uh, his name is Zachary, and he has his own podcast in another world. It's amazing. It's a good uh, queer representation in the community, and you should listen to it. And especially now, because we're releasing a double whammy um, horror special, um, one on Sunshine Steven, and one on his podcast, In Another World. So... Get it together and go listen to it. Anyways, without further ado, here's my interview with Zachary or Zach, whichever. Well, hello, Zach. <laughs> this is um, the, I guess, the second, depending on how the listeners listen, this could be the second part to our horror mashup moment, which is or really the beginning. Nice. Or the beginning, depending on how, I don't know how it's going to go. We'll see. Do you how when do you re- release your episodes? Wednesday. Wednesday. What time? Um, I usually schedule it for seven a.m. I schedule mine for twelve a.m. So everybody should listen to mine. I'm just kidding. Okay, that's fine. See, you'll do it to you first. <laughs> no, probably not. I no, can always I, alter it. I can always change it. No, I literally because I have it set to that because I thought I feel like I, I'm being like one of those celebrities that's like at midnight. <laughs> This is gonna drop. Very exclusive. Yeah, it's very. And then, like, I wake up and I'm like, three people have listened to it so far. <laughs> yeah, I wake up. It's like six people have played it. I'm like, yeah. Ex- and you're like, yeah. What? <laughs> I think it's someone that like, because I have friends that are more morning people than me, and so they might be already up with their coffee and shit yeah. before I've even gotten out of my bed. Bless them, because I. Oh, bless this That's year, especially. Not... <laughs> I'm sleeping so much later than I usually have. I am too. It's a struggle. Yeah. That's a whole thing that I literally talk to people at work about. I was like. I remember getting up at like 6.37 and being like, let me meditate, let me do that. And now I'm like, yeah. ooh, nine o'clock sounds like a great time <laughs> to get up. Well, yeah, it's funny because I'd retrain my brain to get up early and feel like a real adult. I would, you know, get up, make breakfast, have coffee, yada, mm-hmm. yada. And then this whole year, ever since quarantine, everything started, I'm sleeping yeah. naturally until like 11. And I'm like, what is happening? This is that, not me. That Rona bitch, she just, yeah. nope, but... Thank you so much for coming on and talking. I wanted to give you the floor to talk about your podcast. And we're going to go into a little bit why we um, both started a podcast, which, spoiler, we already went a little bit into mine. Really, so this is really for you. This is your your shining yeah. star moment to talk about your podcast. So My I'll let you have the floor. Yeah, your shining star moment. Oh, that's a good one. Let me write that down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my podcast is called In Another World. 
uh, I always say it's a podcast about music, movies, cute boys, and the divas we worship. Um, it's pretty much, I mean, it's pop culture theme. So it's me and my guests talk about everything from, um, I've had episode where we talk about me and other gay uh, guests <laughs> talked about the men we found first made us realize we were gay when we were children. Um, I've done an episode on romantic comedies. I am doing an episode on Broadway musicals. So it could be like really anything we connect over as far as culture. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I also do, I'm doing a special ongoing series on Drag Race. They record on the weekends just called Drag Race Rants. It's literally just me and my friend, Samantha, just basically doing the conversation we normally would have on the phone, but Mm -hmm. we're just recording it. Yes, and then I also do. I tend to do a lot of projects, and I also do an ongoing. Um, I call it the Fangirl series, where every episode in that will be kind of like a bonus episode, mm. and just focuses on a different iconic pop culture figure. Like we started with Barbara Streisand, and I think our next is going to be Whoopi Goldberg. We're still Lovely. not uh, confirmed, but I think it's going to be Whoopi Goldberg. Okay, so yeah, it's just a, it's the fun little. We just uh, rant about anything. I love anything that. obsessed with uh, culture I'm upset yeah I have bits and pieces of pop culture on my show but that I'm all I need I need um a lot more people to listen to more pop culture stuff <laughs> so I'm not <laughs> the only one I like talk about stuff like I went to work mm-hmm. and was like girl y'all heard about Lee Michelle and people were like who I know <laughs> and I was like <gasps> Well, yeah, she's canceled now, so we don't want to know who she is. But oh my I'm gosh, like, I know. Oh, I'm like, well, I yeah, more. I wanted, I've wanted a show for like a long time where I could just find other people that are passionate about talking about culture and just having people to geek out with. Yes, and it's been interesting it. getting into the podcasting community because you find so many other people that are 100%. kind of similar to you in, yeah. in your interests. And We're like, look weird. at our people. We're people. We're together. Oh, this is great. Yeah. yeah, and I also love leaning into the whole LGBTQ community. I've been really reaching out to different podcasting communities, like any other LGBTQ people, yes. like let's steal each other's podcasts. So yes. it's, it's fun. It's very great to link up with you for this. 100%. And I agree. Yeah, it's, I think it's a, there could be like a little gay movement, the LGBTQ plus community, like movement in podcasting. I think it's yeah. great. Because well, my it. favorite podcast is um, Lost Culturistas mm. with Bo and Yang and Matt Rogers. Have you listened to it? I love Bo and Yang. <laughs> like, he's so great. I don't know. They're just, he's just perfect. I love him so oh, much. They're, they're both amazing. They're both, I just, yeah. I need to listen to more. And then, because they, they, I know that, what's the one thing? I don't know. It looks, uh, the little, was it Cubed or something like that? Quad or whatever. The little streaming network that came out and they had the game. Quibi? Yeah, that thing. (laughs) I'm like, Quad. And they had the game. game, Yeah, the game show. Yeah. Oh, that was amazing. It was, I was like, can we get this as like a full 30 minute production? Yeah, I need, and I also just need more episodes. They only made, I think, eight or nine. And I'm like, come on, let's, I mean, I know it's right now, it's kind of hard to film more things. (laughs) Yeah, I deleted it. It was just great. And it felt like, me and Matt Rogers, I feel like I identify emotionally more with Bowen, but yeah. Matt Rogers with his cultural references, it really does On sometimes point. feel like I'm listening to myself. It's it's a really weird connection. Yeah. I uh, obsessed. Yes. We need I feel like we do. And they're both more. very cute. So it's like yeah. cute, funny gay men that are just having a great time. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the dream. That's the dream. That's dream. <laughs> the gays won <laughs> yeah, these worlds. I know for me, I don't know if it's been any different for you, but when I've been getting into the pod cult, uh, podcasting community, mm-hmm. it's very hetero heavy. Yes. Like, hey, here's a podcast with me and my bros talk about the latest game. And I'm like, that's nice. I'm glad you enjoy that. Yeah, that or I get a lot of like, I'm talking all sports. And I'm like, yeah, what's sports ball? Like me and a bunch of other mommies are going to talk about mom talk. Yeah, (laughs) mom talk. We're always talking about, we're winding down on a Wednesday. And I'm like, okay, that's great. Love that journey for you, but... You're, you're I hang out people. with my best friends. Yeah. <laughs> and my favorite glass of Pinot Grigio. Yeah. And you're like, okay, cool. I'm like, that's nice. Susan from accounting. <laughs> I think this is the second time I said Susan from accounting. I she's don't know real. any. She's I don't real. know. <laughs> I don't know anybody named Susan from accounting. <laughs> Somewhere the there's Susan. a Susan that works in accounting. So and she's, she's like, like, oh my God. She's like, fuck you. <laughs> like, <laughs> how dare you? She's going to be the next Karen. She's going to be like, no, ma'am. It's not a good time to be named Karen. It's really not. And I used to actually <laughs> work with somebody named Karen. <laughs> actually, <laughs> after I told you before this, don't name names, but I did. In, there are many I, Karens, you know? I feel bad for her because I'm like, oh. Gosh, poor Karen's. Of the Is she world. like a typical Karen? Like she's not though. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> but I feel bad. That's why I feel bad though, because I'm like, oh, she's getting such a bad name. But whatever. But they're like, oh, well, but Karen's cool. She's not like a stereotypical Karen. Yeah, she's, she's, she's a nice. cool Karen. Cool Karen. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so the topic is horror, of course, and something that we both uh, love and are passionate about. So wanted to talk about that, and again. We've already talked about a lot in your episode. It was a lot to unload. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about why we we love horror. And we did talk about it on your episode. We don't have to spend too much time. But just like yeah. give a little nugget of why. And I talk with my hands a lot. So if you see a lot of movement, people can't see the video. But I tend to sit on my hands in my computer chair. So I'm, I'm the opposite. Yeah. Well, I sit on my feet. I'm sitting on my feet and they fall asleep and then I'm like, oh, I'm dying. But... Yeah, I do. I shift around a lot. Um, yeah. I'm a real shifter. For me, uh, horror movies, I it's something you can't quite explain. But when I was a child, for whatever reason, I just got into horror movies. I remember my mom so many times saying, it's really weird that you like those freaky movies. And I'd be like, I'm not weird. Like, I remember like, am I going to be a serial killer? Is this, is this wrong? Um, I used to think like, I didn't, I would never wanted to hurt anyone, but I would think like, is this bad? Is this, yeah. is something wrong with me? Um, but I just, 100%. I think it was something about the escapism of it. And also just the, the fear, the addiction to the whole rush of mm-hmm. fear, <laughs> even though yeah. I was a very anxious child. So maybe it was the Same. idea of like, I didn't like facing my fears like heights or snakes, but I could face a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. 100%. Yeah. Cause it's like that, that, um, like it's there, but it can't really yeah. hurt you. So yeah. it's like, like you said, like you, if you go to a roller coaster, that shit can crash and you die. But if you watch a movie where people are dying on a roller coaster, you're like, haha, you got on a roller coaster. <laughs> like you yeah. deserved it. Like it was there. You could get that adrenaline and everything and your blood pumping. Yeah. But it's like at the end of the day, you could turn the screen off. Well, and they're also, I mean, a good horror movie is really exciting. Like mm-hmm. they can be, if it's a good movie, it can there's nothing more unpredictable than a thriller or horror movie if it's well made. Like you think about something like Rosemary's Baby, that movie is insane. You have no idea where it's going. One hundred percent. Yeah, I love like or like uh, what was it? The Village. 
I see everyone hates on the village I thought that was such a beautiful so, movie so good and now yeah. I kind of wish I lived in a village somewhere in the oh, I mean, right now it's a great time to live in that village I mean somewhere far away from the Tito well, in the way the village is such a beautiful movie because mm-hmm. the, the idea is actually like the villain the whole time is just human nature Correct. and how there's an ugly side of human nature that you can't 100%. run away from even yep. if you try to create this utopian society, yep. it's going to creep it's in eventually. It's still going to be there. Yeah. What yeah. a what a villain. Yeah. And Bryce Dallas Howard, that was like her first movie. And she was so great. She was so... And it's hard enough to get that big of a role, I would think. But then you have to play blind. <laughs> My God. Yeah. Kudos to her. Into I love it. her. I love her. Yeah, I think... And we talked about this on your, your episode too. Same for me. It was a good escape and... Um, fun, not fun fact, but random side note. One, I've been told that I have handwriting of a serial killer. Mm-hmm. And two, going back to, this this is a point, going back to you saying like your mom thought, my mom thought the same thing, like, oh, maybe you shouldn't be watching <laughs> The Craft or Buffy or like, what are you doing? Um, yeah. But then also there was, a, at one time I read this article and it was talking about how a lot of serial killers or people that end up murdering people had yellow bedrooms as a child. Oh my. I had a yellow bedroom. <laughs> I hated the color yellow, so I'm safe on that. Oh, no. Mine was Winnie the Pooh themed. I know you're Sunshine Stevens. Yeah, I'm Sunshine. Yeah, so yellow is like my I always hated the color yellow. I hated the color yellow. I love it. But it's, and this is totally off topic, but I I did go through a a period of time, because I didn't come out until I was 19, but Mm -hmm. people... It was no secret. People <laughs> knew. Like, there, it, I was very flamboyant, very dramatic and everything like that. But there was, like, a period of time where, like, in middle school, throughout high school, um, up until, like, my senior year-ish, where I was, like, trying so hard to not give any indication. Mm. So, like, I oppressed what I wanted to really wear. I yeah. wore camouflage <gasps> a lot. I wore, like, this John Deere oh. sh- shirt. Like, it was bad bad and now i'm like give me all the colors give me I all mean, i wore it. some ugly things don't get me wrong but i never wore camo i couldn't i couldn't do it it's a dark but in my mind i was serving destiny's child survivor realness sure yeah <laughs> like sure like it's a <laughs> it's a gay sin to wear camo i feel like like it, well, it, but there are pictures of like um, high school like yearbook pictures I remember it's a whole journey to follow me through middle school through high school because you'll look at like middle school there's one year where I look like moody bangs and I have a mm-hmm. steep necklace and I'm wearing a, a Nike shirt and then next year it's a really tacky this is when like floral prints were like really in like Hawaiian oh. floral prints oh god dark chapter there's what that. I still get down to a, a floral print well there are cute ones now like okay, there are yeah. cute yeah, floral then, oh, but the yeah. bulky, like really like blocked With, yeah. color, blocked, awful, mm-hmm. awful. Like mm-hmm. it looks like a pure one display floral yep. print. Yeah. And then I slowly got my looks together finally by maybe junior year, senior year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was still a total nerd, but it was like at least stuff that can look neutrally fine now. Because I remember yeah. I was really into 1960s jazz music. Yeah. So I was wearing lots of loafers and I would wear like 
cardigans with like and I'd wear crushed velvet blazer with little like brown po- and my friends like why are you dressing up so much I'm like because I want to like nice yeah <laughs> you know? exactly and now I'm Mr. Hoodie hoodie and jeans and so it's just funny the whole journey it really and now I've embraced my big thing is I've embraced the color pink in the past couple years because oh. I suppressed that for so long 100 percent 100 percent because if you wore pink you're gay like you're gay. yeah or and i used to think that like i was gay and now i'm like well i still think that's probably true but i just don't care anymore like, yeah so i was like that's really a gay sweater I'm like and that's and a I bad s- thing okay like, i suck dick okay. okay like whatever <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. It, i think we're past the point where you're like it just makes you look really gay it's like okay okay like who like cares? do i yeah, yeah. i it's funny because i i feel the same like up until junior and senior year like i used to get just a buzz cut like didn't mm-hmm. care about my hair and everything. And then I started like doing the little comb over and <laughs> action and everything. I was obsessed with sweater vests. Like that's what people knew me for. I love before. a sweater vest back in the I, day. Oh, I love. But now I'm like, it's it's too hot for that. So no thank I mean, you. I like cardigans now. I can't really get into the love sweater cardigans. vest anymore. I love Unless sweaters. It was just like a really exquisitely made sweater vest. Like yeah. possibly if it had like the right coat and the right slack with it or something. Possibly. Yes. That's how, but it's funny because speaking of yearbooks, I've only gotten two yearbooks in my whole life. And one was for eighth grade and one, because we were poor. Eighth grade mm-hmm. and then um, my senior year. But eighth grade, now looking back at like I did, I just had like either a buzz cut or like the bangs <laughs> and like very neutral, like a black t-shirt, just plain. And then my the senior bangs year. Where you put like gel in them. Yes. So and like you crispy. just like. They'd be hard. Yes. And yeah. it looks so bad. So yeah. bad. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. my senior year, there's literally a page of me dancing <laughs> in a sweater vest and everything. And the caption is Stephen Rice dancing to Katy Perry's firework. <laughs> and I said, this sums up my whole senior year. It's growth. In my senior year, I went to the prom with my best friend, um, Amanda. She won't care. No, um, and she was a lesbian. And so we were like the gay couple going to prom together. together yeah. And we thought we were so cute we like went to the center of the dance floor and we're just blowing bubbles because we had come from her sister's wedding right before prom so we went to her sister's wedding then went to prom so we were just blowing bubbles in the middle of the dance floor and i was looking i was like what's up now I remember, I remember i wore a tragic tuxedo my junior year that oh. I just i can't even look at pictures of it's so unfortunate but at least my senior year i had like a nice fitted black suit and i had like oh, a, a black silk shirt and then a black silk polka dot tie at least it was a look it was a look yeah on. Um, i yeah i went to my senior year with my girlfriend at the time and i feel really bad i have a whole apology. i never had a girlfriend Oh my god, I was yeah, a ladies no, no. man. Like, not well, I really. had a girlfriend for like a week in in like third grade, uh, oh. and then it didn't last. Yeah, my girl, the she we dated for like two or three years, and I feel wow. I have a whole apology section to her in my memoirs when they come out. Oh. Yeah, and I, I didn't. <laughs> I made sure that my braces, because I had braces, the color of my brace bands and my <laughs> tux match, but I didn't even care about matching oh with gosh. her. So I feel so bad. But I did win. Um, they were doing giveaways, and I did win most original dancing to dancing to Katy Perry's Firework. The Shady Award. Most original dancing. Original dancing. dancing. <laughs> yeah, it was a mess. And like the town that we I grew that I was living in was a small town. It still is. So I got a the I feel like in big like whatever, like if you won, it would be like a Visa gift card or something. Yeah. I won $10 to the local barbecue joint. <laughs> like, oh and I was like, 
Thanks, First of all, it's... $10? Like, fuck you. Not even 20 I was like, I literally busted out some major That's still to pay right for here. a drink, I guess? Like, this yeah. Be... <laughs> like, this is, yeah. But I mean, that the place is really good. So, okay. yeah. Yeah, I grew up in a small town as well. So, it was a lot. People say, like, oh, I hate going to chains. I'm like, that's all we had when I was a kid. Like, we had some local places for sure. Yeah. But it was mainly about going. I remember we used to go to, if we were fancy, fancy, we would go to Trips. I don't know if you know what Trips restaurant is. No. Well, it's not that much of a thing anymore. <laughs> but they also, I remember we did a lot. Of, I was a theater kid. And we always that's went insane. to Ruby Tuesday. Oh, on, that's fancy. Well, back in the day, Ruby Tuesday was not was, fancy. It wasn't true. Yeah. I remember growing up, the biggest fancy thing was Olive Garden. <laughs> we like, never had Olive Garden. We never had, but like, we never had it. But if you traveled like an hour and a half, you could go to one. But yeah. I remember the town over from Blackshear was way across Georgia. And they had Ryan's Steakhouse. And it was a buffet. Oh, gosh. And I remember that was like, oh. But I remember when we were in theater, though, God, we didn't really have a lot of, like, McDonald's was honestly the only place. It was close to the school. See, none of us we used to go <laughs> to Ruby Tuesday because back in the day, it used to have, like, shit all over the walls. It was, like, very, like, actually kind of, like, Applebee-ish, actually. It was very, like, oh. very, very different. And they used to have these things called tall cakes where it was just... Oh my god, it was, I can't even... Oh, how many tall cakes we ate in the theater? Because it was just, like, ice cream whip topping and cake just in these big goblets and you would just like split them with three other people we'd get like five of them and and yeah and then, i want to like, be splitting i'd be like y'all on your own well if you saw how big these were you oh, would understand the split like, true, they were huge yeah. but then ruby tuesday changed completely and now they're dead to me they really are they did change because i remember a couple of years a lot like four or five years uh, yeah. ago, I was like, oh, we were, I haven't been there. And they were like, we have a salad bar. And I was like, I'm, d- I'm good. I'm out. Well, see, like, they <laughs> always had the salad bar. And I was cool with the salad bar. But eventually they tried to start putting like tablecloths on the tables. And like, oh, do you want the sirloin and shrimp? I'm like, oh, no, no, no. hold on. No, what? no Bring- I want a fucking burger. Cake, like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> That's, yeah. I'm here for a burger and a tall cake. That's it. Fuck off, Ruby Tuesdays. <laughs> I honestly, I think they're dying out. Like, I don't even know. Oh where yeah, probably. I don't really is. go to chains anymore. The only real chain I go to is every once in a while I will go to um, uh, Popeyes and get the the chicken sandwich. That's that's about it. It's <sighs> so good too. It's, it's, yeah, I didn't have it for the longest time, and then I same. finally had it, and I went, we, "Oh, I get it now." I get yeah, it. we totally we were like, "Whatever." Like we're about to chat on on this. Like, 100%. well, because I thought, "What's the big deal?" It's just like pickles and the chicken and the sauce. See, like, what could be that great? But the bread is so buttery it and is. delicious. Yeah, but I don't. I don't I, try to go a lot. I don't fuck with pickles though. I'm. Ugh. Oh, I'm a huge pickle oh, person. I'm like no. extra pickle, please. I am anti pickle to the core. Okay, those are fighting words. Okay, well, let me. I literally, okay, I always tell people this story and they always give this reaction of, first of all, what the fuck? And second of all, pickles? I, as a small child, was shot in the head. (laughs) Oh my. Yeah, I was seven. It was traumatic and everything. I had to be rushed to the hospital and everything. I got stitched. Luckily, they, it was like um, one of these like pellet BB things where it's like (gasps) um, a large metal something and then yeah casing and then when it hits a smaller bb goes in Uh. and so the smaller bb was in my head so they had to get it out i was seven so it was horrible um and i still have a scar right here i can't see it well yeah it's really like you have to look because my eyebrows are so bushy 
There you go. But I'll never forget, my mom was like, because I was, and this whole story is going to be in my memoir, so I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> but I remember being, it was it was a traumatic thing. And she was like, if you're good, we're going to go to Wendy's and get you a kid's meal. So I was like, yeah, I'm a poor fat kid. Like, I, let me go. <laughs> like, okay, so I was good. And she know, like my mom, she was like, no pickles, absolutely no pickles, because I hate pickles. They ended up putting pickles on there. And usually, oh, no. I, I still, to this day, I still double check just in case. But that day, it was very, as you could imagine, I was, like, not into it. So I bit in, and nothing but pickle. Uh And I immediately, I was so dramatic, started vomiting everywhere. (gasps) No. (laughs) And it was like, so when I told people the next day, because it was all bandaged up and everything, they were like, what happened? I was like, I was shot. But Wendy's gave me a fucking pickle on my burger. Like, that was more traumatizing than being shot in the head. (laughs) Like, I, I was shot, and if that wasn't bad enough, I went to Wendy's, and they had fucking pickles on my sandwich. Exactly! Like, I was so upset. My mom was like, bruh. <laughs> like, see, I'm like pickles. that with, if I bit into something that had onions and mustard on it, I would be like, mm, 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 I don't mm, like mm, mm, onions mm, mm, mm. at all. No. I love pickles. I, I was a weird kid. I could, like, eat a whole jar of pickles. Yeah, like, my oh, sisters so disgusting were like too. that. And then when they were pregnant, they would eat the pickles and drink the juice. And- oh, I did drink the, I used to put the juice in glasses and drink that as well. That that's disgusting. Do you want to hear um, my white trash snack I used to have when I was a kid? Oh my god! If it involves Mountain Dew, I'm out. Oh, you don't know. It was. It was. No, I don't, Mountain Dew. Like that's like battery acid. Like, so gross. It. Um, but I would take a pickle and I would wrap a piece of American cheese around it and eat it. <laughs> it was like my go-to snack. It's like zero calories. <laughs> oh my! What it was my white trash? Oh my gosh! My my husband thinks this is disgusting, oh, God. but it was the bee's knees, and I will still eat it to this day. I used to make fried peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, oh, which is this, good. It's the same premise of a grilled cheese, but instead of cheese, you put peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, it's just like hot, right? It's hot and melty and so good. But I used that to could also be great actually. I could I could get that. Oh, it was so good. That and um, Vienna sausages. Oh God! I used to get down to those. I would drink the juice. Ew! Okay, yeah. Mr. Pickle Juice. Oh, God. <laughs> Eating hot dog water. So good. So oh, good, though. Now, I, I don't even know the last time I had a Vienna sausage. Like, See, I, I, was just, I was just talking to my roommate about this today. I grew up in a very, like, town that was full of, like, no offense, but, like, just, just to myself as well, but, like, just white trash. <laughs> like, there yeah. was so many. Like, when people say, yeah. like, oh, my God, they live in a trailer. I'm, like, I was in so many trailers when I was a kid. Like, that was like, so not shocking. Yeah. But I remember this one friend, her dad would make breakfast if I stayed over at her house where he would take Vienna sausages and he would slice them into little, like, slices and then pan fry them so that one side was, like, charred black and the other side was, like, whatever color. And we would call them checkers. We're, like, oh, my God, I love checkers. And checkers was just vienna sausages that were singed on one half <laughs> and then, yeah i was like what trash what so much utter trash. trash there's so <laughs> much that i do now and i'm like that was like spam how is that a thing well spam i was always like that's fucking disgusting get away from me oh i, I used to fry you know i used to up. love though and they're so awful for you are those awful like red dye hot dogs like i remember we used to get those at this one point i know i know i know, no, I know. now no, i don't no, no, no. i don't want them now but like back in the day i we used to go to this place called the chuck wagon and they had <laughs> these yeah now these like dollar hot dogs or, like 50 cent hot dogs actually they're really cheap oh. they're just red dye hot dogs we were like these are so delicious and it's yeah. like it's a red but I, I still love 
<laughs> this could be taken in more ways than one. I love a good hot dog. <laughs> like, oh, I love hot dogs. Oh, Costco's yeah. hot, dogs, hot dogs, girl. <laughs> Like a Hebrew get, National? Mm. Yeah, or uh, Nathan's. I never had Nathan's, Nathan's yeah. until I got with my husband and he was like, you've never had Nathan's? I was like, nah, we got whatever was like, not real hot dogs, honestly. Like whatever was like oh, the man. cheapest. Like this is on clearance because it was expired a month ago. This is what we're having for dinner, y'all. Oh. And I love, oh my God, Beanie Weenies used Ew. to be, no, stop. Because I used to be uh. upset. Everybody hates those. And I remember my grandparents always be like, it's a cowboy snack. Because they used to make it, I guess. Like pork and beans. I hate beans. Yeah, if y'all don't know, pork and beans with hot dogs cut up in it. Or macaroni and cheese with hot dogs in it. Oh, that that I did get into. So good. So I hate beans. So I love beans. To this day, I do not like beans. Something about texture. I don't know. I can't can't deal with that. I love beans. Love beans. Okay. Yeah. I digress. Oh, Let's get back into this horror Let's say. <laughs> You've already talked about pickles. I'm so scared. Right? We talked about horror movies on my show, so today yeah, we're going to so, talk about pickles and we'll hot dogs. Pickles. Yeah, so um, we discussed why we loved horror, but now I want to dive deeper in, and this is, it's good because on your episode, we really talked more about movies and some shows, so we can talk mm-hmm. about that, but then also, let me make sure, so I'm looking, okay, so there's movies, shows, podcasts as well, books, um, in-person attractions Mm. so like haunted houses and stuff like that so does your horror um your love for horror your horror obsession is it just strictly watching a tv show um do you like podcasts do you like reading do you like going Um, when i was a kid i was really into reading i used to i used to read um like lois duncan books or Mm -hmm. rl stein um, yeah, I was into because remember um, I was really into I know what you did last summer. And yeah. I found out it was based on a Lois Duncan book. So then I go into like all the Lois Duncan books, and it's so funny because they've made a lot of adaptations of her books, yeah. but so many of the adaptations are just in a whole different neighborhood in terms of plot. Like they changed the story so mm-hmm. much. But yeah, I was into like Goosebumps. I was Goosebumps. into all of that. I still love a good haunted um, maze or like a haunted nope. house thing. Yeah, okay. I can't. No. Nope. As long as they can't touch me, I don't go to the ones where they can touch you. That I don't fuck with. So I'm like, do not touch me. It's a game. It's a, yeah. it's a show. Don't touch me. So one Goosebumps was amazing. I and I love this show. The do, 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 do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, love yeah. and I still watch it. My niece or is who's afraid of the dark. Or you're oh of my dark. gosh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So good. Goosebumps I still watch and it's crazy now because you look at it like Ryan Gosling was in one episode. Yeah, it's crazy. And like I remember the haunted mask was my favorite. <gasps> I was gonna say that one scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid. That's why I when I look back at like me um dressing i never wore mask i was so afraid i was so 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 afraid mm-hmm. um the haunted mask and stuff but then speaking about um like haunted stuff i can't do it i can't i've went i've been to one haunted house ever in my whole life really and i literally go in and the first and they told us like they can't touch you but you can't touch them yada yada the first guy that jumped out i punch him right in the face and oh they're like God. they're like sir we're gonna have to ask <gasps> you to leave and so I realized that my mind, because you either go to the fight or flight mode, yeah. I go into fight mode. I go into Buffy Summers mode where I'm like, yeah, I'm no, flight. Bitch. I will run my ass away. Yeah, I'm like, bitch, we're throwing hands. Like even my brother, I have a younger brother. He's three years younger than I am. So we always would like prank each other and stuff. But he yeah. was really bad or really good, I guess you should say, at like hiding and jumping out and scaring me. Oh my God. But that's how he got punched or kicked or like 
black yeah. eyes and stuff because I just was like I always tell people like do not sneak up on me yeah because I will, I will be fight. upset I won't hit you maybe but I will be fucking oh furious. no I, 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 I go straight <laughs> for the kill I'm like nope I'm, I guess it, you would it, be a final girl in a horror movie. I would be, be a fighting. final girl because there's just, and I'm not a violent person. I'd be the friend that leaves and actually just leaves and gets away because they're just like, fuck this, I'm leaving. Yeah, it definitely, um, it's art, I think, though, for, and it's funny, there's a, um, gosh, what is it called? I should have, there's a really, really, really good documentary on um, Netflix and it mm-hmm. might be on Hulu. And it, it it's like art of scare. The art of scare. Oh. And it really is an art for these people to put on all this, um, like, productions and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they interview and they go through a couple. Like, there's one. It's a married couple. And he spends hundreds and thousands of dollars oh and prepares just to do it for, like, a day or two out of the year. But then they have one where it's... um. And I've seen them in the news before where they go extreme and they take it to the max where they they basically like torture you <gasps> and stuff. Like it's really bad. And like, and you would think because watching it, like they make you eat nasty stuff. They yeah. throw bugs and snakes on you. They like waterboard you a little bit. Like oh it's really bad and terrifying. And you would think there's no fucking way that I would ever do that. Yeah. They always are sold. Like they have a waiting list for that are like years long. Wow, that's insane. And so I'm like, what if oh, it's like a fetish thing in a way? Like it, has just, like, it has to be. It has to be. I would love for you to watch it. And then I would love to discuss because I have so many feelings. There's Is this a one, documentary? It's a documentary. The art of scare. I believe if I'm, if I'm remembering it. And there's one, they have like a neighbor Who's like, I will, I can't believe them. They made her do it, well, made her do it once, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And she was like, that's horrible. How dare you? But then she did it like two or three more times. And I'm like, oh my God. something's wrong. Like people, like, I could never do that. Like, like you said, yeah. like, it, 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 don't touch me. Don't know. But yeah, I I'm haven't. cool if they don't touch me. I'm still going to be freaked out. Yeah. But there's something like you can run at me and be like, hoo, 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 all you yeah. want. But as long as you can't touch me, I'll just be like, yay, good job, actor. You know, because actually, when I was in high school, I actually was an actor on one of those like haunted trail oh, yeah, things. Yeah. And it was oddly very rewarding. But also, mm-hmm. I felt like I'm a sociopath because I would just like, you know, uh, grunt at these children. They would scream and grab their mom. And I'd be like, hee hee I love. I've done it once in, um, I was actually in college and they always had a, a haunting fright night or whatever. Yeah. And the year that we did it, one of my, um, actually Kelsey Martin, who I talked about on your podcast, um, she was in charge of the production team that was doing it. And I, it was circus themed and mm-hmm. they had to have tour guides, which were the ringleaders. And I got to be one of them. I put on a fucking performance. I was British the whole night. I was so into my character. But people, like, I had straight guys who were, like, mad respect, bro. Because I got so into it, and I was, like, scaring the shit out of people. But then also there was one point where um, midway through the trail, Mm -hmm. and so the the university that I went to, Jacksonville University, (laughs) um, it has like a trail of woods and everything. And then there's like this random weird shack shed out there that like it straight out of a horror movie and everybody refused to go into it except for me. So midway through one of the, the, a clown comes out and takes the tour guide. So you have to run through the rest of the clown maze by yourself without the tour guide. 
Oh my. It freaked people out. So most of the, because there was two other girls, I think they, they just like went off to the side of the trail and were like, oh no, a clown's got me. Oh, I yeah. told them, I picked like the burliest men and was like, pick my ass up and throw me in this <laughs> shed. And they were like, my dog's barking. <laughs> she's, she's getting passionate. Um, I'm surprised. I'm really proud of her for only barking now. But yeah, <laughs> throw me in this motherfucking shed. And like, I had cuts and stuff. Like I was committed. Oh my God. But if you put me on that trail, I'm fighting everybody. <laughs> like, oh my god! So I definitely see the art of that. I I desperately want you to watch this documentary though. I'm, so we can I, chat I, about it, it sounds. I yeah, I'm into that. It's I'm into good. things like that. Yeah. So we so, and we talked about this on your podcast. We both really, I think it's fair to say we really like the slasher genre of horror. Yeah, I was really into um, horror movies that had like a quote-unquote final girl that mm-hmm. for some reason was like the focus of a film and you're like why this girl why yep. this generic all-american girl and there's always mm-hmm. something like when your mother hit my son yeah when i was you know it's always yeah. like some crazy some thing crazy, like yeah. you killed my boyfriend and you yeah. didn't care well i'm a person you know and yep. just like the drama of it all mm-hmm. and oh i just remember like jennifer love hewitt from i know what you did last summer just like screaming at this guy like what yes. are you waiting for and yes. just, you know, all of that um and so i i think there's something about the drama of it, it is. so i've always been obsessed with actresses so i loved watching a gorgeous american girl like do the whole like i'm so scared i yep. never know when it's coming it could yep. be any time any of us could go next like just yes. like all of the stereotypes type of that a lot of yes it. and then especially when they kick ass back like you think of nev campbell i like it when they fight i like yes i don't like it when the boyfriend comes and saves the day i really don't like that oh i hate that like oh bullshit like kill the boyfriend i know what you did last summer so i guess yeah but yeah but god she has such a good scream she does she oh my god so amazing i was a big jennifer love hewitt uh back in the i had her music and everything oh my gosh i forgot she had a musical career yes she released a single with the second i know what you did i still know what you did last summer called how do i deal and i remember how do i deal with you yeah i think they make a jab at it and that when they do the karaoke and the bartender's like i guess everybody's a singer these days oh my god it's so good. I think they actually just put I still what you know I still know what you did last summer on Hulu. Yeah, I think I just saw it. Have you ever seen the third one? I will always I want know to. Which, when they I, didn't come, when they didn't when they didn't bring any of them with it, correct. I was like, bye. No, yep. I don't care. I watched it when it it was like a straight to DVD hot mess. It yeah. was so bad i don't know why they didn't make a third movie because i remember i still know Trudella summer still made money like it wasn't it like a failure it was I not they just, i don't know if maybe just jennifer love hewitt didn't want to come back again it's and probably just, yeah. yeah it probably takes a lot i think i feel like especially around that time frame everybody was always compared to scream because scream was yeah. just doing so well so they probably like we well, don't want to be like second fiddle well, also i still know Trudella summer ends with her presumably dying correct and I like hope I, she just dies because yeah. that's like interesting. It's like, oh, correct. There you go. Yeah. Because if so. it was just like, oh, never mind, it was a dream, that would be kind of a cop out because that's what happens with the first one into the second mm. one. Yeah. The first one also ends with her like in the shower and it's yeah, all and smoky. They, yeah. Yeah. But that's like, oh, that was a dream. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like the, the I still know what you did last summer started my fear of tanning beds <laughs> because oh, she got locked in it. And then it was oh, in Final Destination 3. <gasps> I'm like, don't fuck with Tana Beds, y'all. Besides, they, you know, give you cancer and shit. But I'm like, 
Could you? No. I don't like being burned. No, yeah, I don't like burns. Fire, like burns. but yeah. And what I think there's, I mean, thinking about this now, I wonder if there's something about, especially like slasher films and the whole like final girl thing mm-hmm. is whenever there's a sequel, they're always like emotionally traumatized from their oh, events. I don't know if my yeah. drama teen was like, yeah, she's sad like me. Like, yeah. I'm her. And it's like, what True. are you so sad about? Good yeah. Girl. I'm so sad because there was no cornflakes left for her cereal and like, you literally had somebody trying to kill you. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, oh, I relate so well. <laughs> oh my God, that's so me, girl. Yeah, definitely. So now that, so we've talked a little bit about what we do like. This is actually something yeah. that I, I added in a little bit and I probably should have told you about so you prepared. So okay, sorry. I'm ready, I'm ready. Let's talk about types of horror movies that we don't like. Ooh, I have a, ugh, I have a solid place to start. Again. I have strong opinion too. I do not like movies like Hostel or Saw because here's the thing, especially like Hostel, I really don't want to watch um, people be tortured. Like I don't enjoy that. And I remember I was watching Hostel 2 with a friend of mine and it got to this part where this girl was naked and being hung upside down and she was being like cut with a knife and she was screaming in a way that went past like horror fantasy Mm -hmm. and into like, no, it sounds like she's She's being tortured and she's screaming. And I told my friend, I was like, no offense, but I really can't watch this. Like, this yeah. is upsetting me. Like, actually just upsetting me. Because mm-hmm. it goes away from fantasy and into a place of exploitation. That yeah. I, especially violence towards women. Because yeah. I'm very protective of, of, of women. I mean, and, all gays are, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, in those movies, it always feels like it's these poor, innocent girls that are mm-hmm. just like, now being killed because they were quote unquote too stupid to not yeah. see something as a scam. And I'm like, that's very victim blaming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so oh. it's that like realistic torture stuff I'm not into. Yeah, I'm not. I, I did get down to some of the Saul ones when it was good. I like the first one. Yeah, like the first one, the second one. But then other than that, I was just like, <gasps> the second random. one had a, had a scene that literally was traumatizing. The needles. She, the needles. Oh, oh my God, I know. When I saw that in the theater and she thrown in that pit, I went, mm, 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 mm. I couldn't look. I couldn't look. Yeah. I was. Because she like get her, I was she a, pulls her arm out of the pit. I know. And she's she, covered in syringes. And, just like, and I'm like, yeah. 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 Oh, oh, I couldn't. Yeah. 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 I remember that was scarring. I was just like, I couldn't. That is um, my, yeah, I didn't like needles when I was a kid either. Same. Now I'm like, whatever. Like, it's like, if I don't, don't look, look at it, I'm fine. Exactly. If I don't it. look, yeah, I'm fine. I definitely agree. I don't like when it gets really real. Like, um, the one movie I have, I haven't seen the original, but I saw the mm-hmm. remake, The Hills Have Eyes. Oh, God. Yeah. Where there's like that, that brutal rape scene. I oh, I don't know. I don't like I rape scenes. I don't. I'm, in general, if there's, a, if there's a service to look that up, I would yeah. look up. You know, oh my gosh! Does this movie has. I wonder seen. if there is. Well, that's another leading back into. Yeah, if a dog gets hurt or anything like that, like yeah, I can't deal. Yeah, so like if the dog dies, dying. dot com, one hundred percent. And children, I don't like when. Oh yeah, I feel like when children I, get hurt in horror movies, that's when I go like, oh, this movie is like. Uh, anything goes because yeah you know yeah if you're willing to fuck up a kid like yeah like it in the first five oh my minutes gosh. a little child gets like brutally killed Girl, georgie he yeah he yeah i feel oh. like mm. besides that 
are there certain genres that you're like mm, nope don't fuck with that i don't find that um i'm not oh you know i don't like i don't know if it's still considered a horror movie i mm. guess it's more of a thriller but movies where people are stuck like in caves or something oh, or like yeah. like stuff where like the terror is like them getting out of a situation I like don't a survival know, yeah don't like that i also um to circle sort of back to it for a second have you seen it chapter two are you talking about the opening yeah so i have to say the opening of that movie i know it's technically it's in the book blah 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 but they shouldn't yeah i was traumatized i I don't want to be dramatic but i was a little traumatized by that movie i remember looking at my friend who's also gay and i went i had I it was a hard watch. Yeah, like I was like, that felt really gross. Like yeah. that felt because it as a that's gay real life. person. Yeah, like that's that's too real. I know it's yeah. probably the whole point is like that's reality. That's, I'm like, yeah, yeah, but we read about this on the news. Like this Enough is actually happening, correct. and I don't need. And it felt like I usually am really like, oh, you can't expect people to get a trigger warning for everything. Mm-hmm. But actually, was like you could have said that there was gay hate crime violence in yeah. this. Like I don't know, it just we weren't. Me and my husband watched it, but we were prepared because his best friend actually texted us and was like, it was okay, it was good. I didn't really. I mean, I enjoyed the stories and stuff, but yeah. I, overall, I didn't think it was scary. But she did tell she yeah, was like, like the first one a lot more. Yeah, she was like the opening scene. A gay couple gets like br- she was like brutally and like, senselessly just like senselessly. yeah this, he's watching his partner get murdered murder in front of him in front, just, yeah I, it, I, I was just like, like i didn't like this yeah no definitely. it didn't circle back in any significant way it didn't way i was like it felt very and that's what my, my husband was like there was no point to that yeah like the whole point was supposed to be pennywise still got him yeah but it, 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 you didn't have to show all that. Well, and the thing is, people, uh, and by the way, namely a lot of straight people would say mm-hmm. as a defense, it's like, we know in the book, Stephen King um, based that on a real hate crime. Like, cool, great. But he's great. a straight white man talking about yeah. queer violence. And like, yeah. I don't need, especially when it feels like a plot point Correct. that's not even going to come back. Like, no, that's that's real. That's real. Not to mention in the book, there is a child orgy scene that they yeah, said I heard that. they said yeah because i read it i didn't read it so yeah. yeah so in the <laughs> this is what so in the the first movie at the end where they all cut their hand and put yeah yeah in the book oh my God. beverly says i want us to all remember this forever so she strips down and they all take turns with her Ew. and their children and that didn't make it into the movie because people were like that's really disturbing well yeah Yes, so... But also, but why is this man people, writing about children fucking each other, like, 12 years old or whatever? Like, 100%. Agree. I'm like, weird. oh, that's really disturbing. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know that. They're like, oh. And I'm like, yeah. Like, it goes even more like the, the bully, um, like, in the book, has yeah. the his friends giving him blowjobs and stuff. Like, oh it's God. very... I was like, ew. Like, I feel like okay. this is... That's yeah, weird. it's weird. But yeah, other than... I do agree that, like... I'm not a big, like, survivalist movie lover. Yeah. Like, if it's, like, a, a natural disaster or something. Like, like a plane where, crashes in the woods. Yeah, blah, where it's, blah, like, it's like, supposed yeah. to be, like, I'm not about I guess it's that. not horror, quote-unquote, but just, no. like, a thriller of that, of that type. Correct. I'm not a big... But I'm also not a big, like, alien or sci-fi, yeah. like... 
that don't scare me. I have to be well, like somewhat scared to yeah, it enjoy depends. it. It depends on it because I also remember one of the things I was the most scared of when I was a child was aliens. Um, <laughs> like the first, I don't know why, I don't understand why yeah. it was like the fear of the unknown, but like. I remember the first time I watched the movie Independence Day when all oh. of the spaceships started in entering the atmosphere and stuff. I thought that was the most terrifying yeah, movie in the world. That is scary. Another one I would say, and I want to get your thoughts on this, zombie movies. Because I... Um, yeah, I'm not, They're not my favorite. Like, Because I feel like it's the same kind of ideas mm-hmm. over and over again now. It's like, oh, we get it. Yeah. Survivalist. How will yep. people band together? How will how will society go against mm-hmm. itself blah 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 like i feel like there's not a lot new Correct. added to that genre very often yep and um, i feel like they rely on gore a lot yeah and i don't and, and i'm more psychological Correct. than yes. gore yes 100 because um, i feel like gore is actually even the most terrifying when it's something that's been built up to mm-hmm. or something that's based in you being connected to the characters or the action you know? right like, I, I rewatched Silence of the Lambs a couple days ago. And I remember when I was a child thinking that movie was so, so violent, but I rewatched yeah. it. And it's actually, it's Not. lots of implied stuff yes. that makes it read much more vicious than you could ever imagine yeah. in a weird way. Although, <laughs> the one part that I can never get over okay. is when he throws his uh, baby gravy in Jodie Foster's face. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. Oh. I watched. I'm just like, Ugh, like. Ugh. When I heard it was so like, gross. it was like egg whites that they like yeah. threw at her. Like, oh, could you imagine? Like today on set. <laughs> hey Jody, when you- he throws the the <laughs> semen at your hair, make sure you're turned a little to the right so it really catches in the it hair. Catches, so you see yes, it. exactly. Oh. Like, oh. oh. Oh, no, no, when no, also no. that movie is kind of weird to watch because have you watched the documentary Disclosure on Netflix? Yes. Yeah, we, we go into the whole Buffalo Bill loved thing. Loved it. Granted, yes. Granted, rewatching it, they really do make a point to be like, this character is not transgender. They yes. think they're transgender, but yep. I, it is weird. It's the thing like I People don't think the movie is at it, fault, yeah. but idiots will watch and be like, oh, yeah. that guy's transgender. That's like, how no. it is. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. that's a, which I highly recommend. Uh, we oh, watched great. that a couple days ago, and like it did, and I was like, you know what? Growing up around that time when that movie came out and everything, a lot of people I remember being in small towns and stuff like that's what they compared to, like, oh, you're a Buffalo Bill psychopath, like blah blah yeah. blah, like cross dresser, blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh gosh. Well, I remember no. someone in that documentary talks about how they came out to a coworker to say they were going to transition and their coworker said, Oh, like Buffalo Bill. And they were like, Oh, it's gross if that's your reference point. Yeah, correct. 100%. But that's the, been the reference point. I feel like. And that's media. What media exactly. is the power of media. Correct. Cause like you yeah. said, it's not the movies that not at fault. Cause they, they make it known like, but it's the idiots that watch it and they're like, that's all they got yeah. from it. And so that's the thing, like, I, I'm, I don't, I think the movie is in the, and I think the movie, especially for when it was made, it really shows the liberal nature of the director, Jonathan Demme, who was like mm. a very sweet, like, liberal man. He really made sure there was dialogue saying, this is not indicative Correct. of trans culture because this is just a sociopath. They are not transgender. But then you still have people that are like, oh yeah, but they're transgender, right? And it's like, no, did you watch the movie? Yeah. <laughs> did you watch it? Yeah. So dumb. Yeah. Another hot topic that I want your take on. Now I'm just thinking yeah. of random ones that I definitely oh, put in the outline, so don't hate me. Oh, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm down for whatever. Like, something that I think we need more of 
are because there are like what I'm trying to say without be we need more queer representation in horror movies because yes. but not the sassy gay friend that's like he no, no. and like gets murdered like whatever yeah. but like featured like, around what's going on yeah. oh my god like, not, yeah, no, don't not like a side character there was one um do you watch the hulu it's a series but it's really movies um into the dark no i haven't yet bitch I've been slowly getting into the Hulu horror um, catalog. You there's need, a lot there. Yeah. They have a whole, so the whole premise of Into the Dark is they they put movies out around mm. certain holidays. The first one's so good. It's called The Body. Yeah. Bitch. But they did one for, I want to say it was this year for New Year's. Mm-hmm. And it was called The Kiss. Oh my. And it was, it was, it had two main gay uh, actors and characters in it and everything and I was just like oh, nice. oh this is nice like their main character they're yeah. not just like a sidekick somewhere or implied to be gay or anything yeah, like that yeah. like they, literally oh. some of the plot was around yeah because I feel like when I was a kid for sure obviously every time there was a quote-unquote gay character in a movie it was either yeah like some gay friend that like yep. got killed because they were a silly homo like yep. oh girl oh my god or it was yeah. like some lesbian edgy girl yep. with leather that was seen as like the weird roommate yes. you know it was always it was never just oh and this is my friend who happens to be yeah. gay and it, or it really bisexual, does you know yeah and even thinking back i feel like you, I feel like you made a really good point. Like I didn't, I don't remember specifically a lot of like gay men characters, but yeah. definitely like the implied like she's a freak. She wears all leather and dark hair. She has to be yeah. a, a lesbian and like she's misunderstood and she gets murdered in a brutal way. And people are like, whatever. Like she was weird. Like it's yeah, so like, shitty. This isn't quite a horror movie. It's it's actually more of a dark comedy. But I was really obsessed with this movie called Jawbreaker when I was <gasps> younger. Bitch. I love Jawbreaker. I think I, it is, I recommend it to everyone who will everybody should to watch me. it before yeah. Rose went all cray cray. <laughs> like and before before the industry, you know, yes, drove her got cray-cray. to her God bless because her. She, and Rebecca Gayheart. Oh. oh my God! Yes. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that is such Queen Rebecca Gayheart. I mean, that's that, that, good. That movie is gay as fuck too, because the director is. is a gay man, and it's the same man that made um, Heather's, and it was like his, which big, is another. Like, yeah amazing yeah. movie i mean there's a lot of connected dna between that oh 100 it's, it's very very similar to heather's um yes. but just yeah I, but there was so much like implied mm. lesbianism that never yes. actually went anywhere and i was like yep. can't we just actually make someone in this movie a lesbian like i think i'm like you have homegirl who mind you they're still quote-unquote in high school sucking yeah. dick and fucking and everything like that but it's oh my like God. we the can't have a lesbian boyfriend with the with a popsicle pop. that was gay culture to me when i was like oh, like, oh i was like okay like this is porn <laughs> this is literally i was like all right girl like and i love to going back to her because uh, i was never a shannon doherty fan really honestly <gasps> see i was i have to say i feel bad for her I feel like she's been painted as a, but I did love. Well, she Paige. contributed to herself a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I loved Paige and Charmed more than I loved Prue. Well, here's his thing. I remember the whole <laughs> Charmed thing that they were like, I remember it was like Shannon Doherty, or no, it was um, um, Alyssa, Alyssa Milano, Milano said, listen, it's her or me. And yeah. to me, I would have been like, get rid of Alyssa Milano. Yeah. 
and have Rose McGowan be the new Alyssa Milano. Like that would have been true. I would have rather because I do love Alyssa Milano's character, but I feel like there was Phoebe was always the same. Well, you know, my my, my problem with that whole switch up was is that Rose McGowan was pretty much hired to play the role that Alyssa Milano was already sort of playing on the show. And I felt like it made the Alyssa Milano character then seem really disconnected because yep. suddenly she was like the more responsible older sister. Yeah. I'm like, what? No, no you're not. the foolish one. Like you're yep. no. Yeah. So Correct. I would have I would have been pro let's keep Shannon Doherty, but of course they're not gonna keep Shannon Doherty because she was uh uh yeah. Um, yeah, Mega, yeah. Yeah, that was a whole, yeah. But I feel like, yeah. Also, flashback to Heather's, <laughs> where our yeah. young Shannon Doherty is yes, Heather, yeah. <laughs> one of the Heathers. Yeah. So good. And it's, did you ever watch the remake, the reboot? Like the TV show? Yeah. I watched. No, but I heard it was interesting. I heard it, was, it wasn't like. Um, it was bad. very interesting. It was good, but it also. I heard it was a lot of <sighs> queer representation, which was yeah. nice. I mean, one of the Heathers was a gay man. Yeah, I love that. So love I was that. like here for it, but it. It um, it came out around the wrong time because I feel like there was a lot of shootings happening. Yeah, it was bad timing. It was bad timing. Yeah, the shootings were happening a lot. Like, a lot, and so it really. And then like, it's all these independent like it, Paramount Pictures. I think it was like, yeah. um, if I feel like it would have done better if it was on Netflix or Hulu or something yeah, like that. I, but I agree. It's really or like hard. Netflix or something. Correct. Yeah, one hundred percent. I did want to dive into a little bit. Um, breaking away from movies yeah, and talk about the amazingness of American Horror Story. Oh, one of my favorite shows. Obsessed. And I'll never forget because I, people know that I love, it's so weird because if you listen to my podcast, you're like, he's all bright and shining. I'm like, yeah, but then I unplug and go watch Oh, same. I'm like, sunshine and, p- yes. and pop music and pink but i yes. also love twisted dark shit yeah correct it's, 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 a, it's a balance my aesthetic yes but so immediate uh, question which oh. is your favorite season oh i like ask this oh oh this is so hard yeah just like the one you could re-watch the most or that you i guess have rewatched the asylum most. see mine's coven i see i feel like they're both tied but mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. admit, um, full-heartedly, that mm-hmm. Coven, I had to watch it twice for me to appreciate it as much as I mm-hmm. did. Because I watched it the first time, I was like, it was good. But then I watched it the second time, and I was like, oh, no, this is really good. Yeah. But I will say, the one thing that I, the, the one problem I had, just because I love Evan Peters so much, with <laughs> yeah. Coven, he had no money. No, yeah, same. He's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like it's but like, what I loved about Coven is, of course, every season is about an idea. Yeah. But there was something so powerful about the whole metaphor for like, as women age, mm-hmm. they're literally lose literally, their power and yes. get replaced by younger. I thought that was such a interesting yes. thing that he was exploring. I mean, mm-hmm. he loves dealing with actresses anyway. Yeah. And I just loved how female heavy it was. It was it all was. about the women. And, and I also had, like, Angela Bassett for the first yes. time. Yeah, I just, I loved that cast. That was so I, great. Yeah, I loved, it. I mean, it even delved into racism and yes. stuff like, Oh yeah, it was so good. Like, it literally took me twice to watch it to be like, oh, plus I have a thing for witches anyways. Oh, same. I, mean, I mean, I was into the, the craft. The craft, magic, ca- charm. You know, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, I even got down to Sabrina. that. Oh yeah, I, oh yeah. The Chilling Witches of Sabrina. 
I still have not watched that. I just Don't. watched the original show. You need to watch it. It's nothing okay. like the original show, but it's... I hear it's ending of the next season. Yeah, and it, I'm very upset because it's so good. A lot of queer You're representation. why it is because it seems It's doing very so popular. well. Exactly. Yeah. It's very spooky, though. It is spooky. Yeah, I've heard it is very different. It's very not the different. Sabrina we grew up on. Like, the legit devil is in it. <laughs> so... it's, not, it's not Sabrina taking her witch's license test. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's very, very, very dark. Very dark, but Sabrina was a very gay show. Also, it was so, so it was like I mean, her and her sassy aunt, aunt and her you know, Zelda uh, and Hilda <laughs> literally had RuPaul on it. Britney Spears yeah. was on and it, and then Caroline Ray is a gay icon. If you ask uh, me, yes, one hundred percent. Well, really, both of them, but I just love Caroline Ray. Yeah, and I literally—it's crazy because, like, do you remember the original movie before they had the show? It's kind of like Buffy. Yeah, wasn't it with um, um, Melissa Joan Hart though? She actually yeah, was she Sabrina. was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. she. Yeah, but they replaced it. the ants. Were like, sorry, y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were like, sorry, guys. Um, go. Yeah, because well, the Buffy. Because I was really into Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Obsessed with it, and I remember finding out there was a movie, and it was written yeah. by Joss Whedon even. And, you're like, and oh. he talks about how the reason he made the show was because it was pretty much what he wanted the movie, the movie to be. To be they like... were like, make it funnier, make it more like teen comedy. And he's yeah. like, this is supposed to be dark. Dark, exactly. But I still loved it for I some did too. reason. I still... It's like an odd, like, oh, I love it. So yeah, what's your... campy and silly, but I did like it. 100%. What's your least favorite season of American Horror Story? so it's so weird i love that show but there are a couple i could answer for this um but i still watch every season like i don't know i'm I still know. into it because like every year is a fresh slate you can yeah. see where it goes um the one i don't like that everyone loves is i actually really don't like asylum it's actually one of my least favorite seasons i know but I, wouldn't say I know but everyone's like why i'm like i just i'm not into the whole mental hospital thing oh and, i am and, yeah um, i think lana winters that character is like my one of my favorite all time characters. Like, well, yeah, it's badass. Funny. <laughs> yeah, I and I agreed, and I even likes parts of Asylum a lot. Like, I love the whole thing with um, um, Lily Rabe as the yes. nun. Like, there's stuff I really, really like, but it just feels like towards the end, there's just so much going on. There's aliens. There's killers. There's this. There's yeah, that. and so it was just it just wasn't my favorite. Um, but my least favorite of the whole show. Like in terms of, I just think I never will want to rewatch it ever. Might be cult. I I I don't. Even though again, yeah. stuff I stuff I liked about it, but like same. I don't, like we, I liked it, but yeah. it, I was like, eh, okay, like it wasn't bad. But my I loved least all favorite. The, I loved all the stuff when like yeah. Evan Peters was playing a million different, a million different and stuff. Like 100%. all of that was fun. Yeah, so good. And I, I, loved, I liked it. I actually liked Lena Dunham on the show, her episode. I know people kind of yeah. hate her, but I thought it was a really like self-aware meta character Correct. for her to play. One hundred percent. And I, of I course liked... loved the ending of the. Yeah, the, I was going to say the ending the was so good. Like the beginning, it all oh, and Sarah Paulson screaming so much and crying. I was like, oh hmm. my god, I was I needed that to go. One hundred percent. But I think my least favorite one that mm-hmm. I probably was Freak Show. Mm, okay. Oh, don't even. Well, no, well, no, it's not one of my favorites, but like, because for yeah, me, no, my favorites bad. are Coven and, of course, Murder House. Yeah, Murder House. And actually, I love Hotel. I know people are kind of wishy watching Hotel. Hotel, but I love it. Mm-hmm. I've rewatched it so many times. Yeah, I've rewatched Hotel. Um, I even like 1984, the last one. I enjoyed it. It was fine. It was good. Yeah. Roanoke, yeah. 
It was okay. Yeah, Roanoke, I it always like Roanoke, but it's parts I love about it. My main yeah. thing is I hated when they betrayed their own premise, which Correct. was the whole found footage thing. Yes. Because then they sort of backtrack on it later in the season. You're like, well, hold on. This is yeah, supposed yeah, to be all yeah. found footage. Right. Yeah. I think Freak Show, after Twisty the Clown was gone, I was yeah. like, nah. Yeah, they kind not... of shot themselves in the foot because it was such mm-hmm. a compelling character. It and was. Then it was just gone. And you're like, oh, okay. And I feel like they maybe thought like, oh, the killer clown is so overdone. But he was yeah. a different type of yeah. killer clown. And maybe they thought it was going to be a misdirect where we're like, oh, yeah. wait, I thought that was going to be the villain. What's going Correct. on? But it really more felt like, oh, okay. That was and I feel like part. by this time, Jessica Lange was just so over it. And oh, she was ready to go. She was like, look, it is, kill me off. Like, I'm done. Well, like, and my other problem with Freak Show, and I, I want an explanation still. It still upsets me. I don't understand how that show is supposed to be set in the 50s. Why are they singing, like, David Bowie Lana music? Del Rey. Yeah. Like, what, like, they never explain it. I thought that was going to be, like, something about time travel or something yes. later. And then, no, they just never address that. They anymore. never. And why have random... I don't know. It was like a Glee moment where it was like random singing. Yeah. I was like, it felt like because that was when Glee was still on the air, and it felt yeah. like, are you just addicted to doing musical numbers? Like, Correct. What's going on here, it was just weird because it was, it was different from like Asylum when they did the name game, but it served a purpose. Right. But here it was just like, well, sing. with the name game, it's even set up for you to be like, yeah. something's happening. Something this is not normal. It was like, creepy. Yeah, because it was like it's, eerie something, but like in Freak yeah, Show, why is she singing? Like, it was right. it was creepy, but where yeah, Freak Show, it's like cool. So another track of Jessica Lang singing "Life yeah. on Mars." Like what yes. what's going on here? It was just weird. It was strange. So, Not my so, favorite. So weird. Yeah, but I, but I still watch every season. I'm always excited for every new season they announce. Yeah, I don't know what the next one's gonna be if it even is happening. It's an amazing cast. I hope they oh. get to do it. I was very excited for the cast. Same. So I'm like. Uh, Macaulay Culkin's gonna be on it. Yeah, which is like, yeah, because he, I mean, he's been out of the limelight and stuff for a minute, but I feel like he's got his life together. Yeah, and I heard Angelica Ross is gonna come back from Pose that was in 1984 also. So good. I love her. I'm obsessed with her. Obsessed with her. Obsessed with her in Pose. I had a mind flip moment with her the other day where I found out how old she is and it blew my mind. How old is she? So, how old would you guess Angelica Ross is? 42. Oh, she's thirty nine. Oh mean, shit! <laughs> but to me, like watching her in Pose, I thought she was like, oh, she's like twenty six, twenty seven. Like, oh you know. gosh, um, I'm so. Right. But um, look, I'm really bad at age. <laughs> <laughs> I was stunned. I thought she was maybe thirty. So when they're like, she's about to be forty, I was like, what? Oh damn. She had all those scenes opposite India Moore, who's just the most beautiful the creature on beautiful earth creature and on... still looked young next to her. So I... I literally tweeted, retweeted something. It was like, um, India Moore has been living rent free in my mind for some time now. And I was like, 100%. Like, I, I mean, that so show bad. in general. I'm a that show is so good. I cannot believe her. <laughs> 42. Oh my God. Oops. Um, so we're going to move on to the game <laughs> now yeah, that I've yeah. completely shot myself in the foot. Um, <laughs> so I have a couple quotes, which you've already said one. <laughs> so I know you're going to get at least one. Right. Um, so these are famous movie horror quotes. And okay. so 
I'm just gonna say them and then you have it's to like scream it's like the game at the beginning of scream exactly what's your favorite scary movie I was gonna put that in there but I was like everybody knows that right like they have to so that used to scare the fuck out of me he's like who's the killer in Friday the 13th exactly (laughs) yeah I was like oh and I thought it was really cool because of course I've you know watched and geeked out and stuff like they were never face to face it was always the actors on the phone with yeah apparently she requested that it just be all through the phone because it would make her get there as an actress better I was like yes bitch work okay so the first one oh now that I'm thinking back I don't know if you're going to get some of these because you said you didn't enjoy it. Okay, Anyways. It's okay. It's okay. okay, so the first one, live or die, make your choice, let the game begin. Saw? Yes. Jigsaw says that, yeah. You're like, well, I'll live the game. Um, it's funny. <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, yeah. Robin. <laughs> right. Uh, let me think. RuPaul said it on RuPaul's Drag Race. Address. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the second one, um, what are you waiting for? <laughs> oh, well, come on. I know she did that somewhere. Yeah. Lily James. Yes. Literally. <laughs> and I love when they spoofed it in Scary Movie. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. He's like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> so I'll never forget. <laughs> what was that? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I'll never forget though, like watching that as a kid and I'm like, why are they zooming up on her tits though? <laughs> what's going on <laughs> i'm like oh but then we had the shower scene so we're good um the next one which is one of my favorite you sick fucks have seen way too many movies scream yes Sydney yeah, Prescott. Okay. i was like yes tell them read them to she does a lot of reading guys i gotta say scream one i remember the scene that where it just felt so real and that was what makes that movie so great to me is how um raw and real it is when they're in the kitchen and they're like stabbing each other and they're covered in blood it just feels it really grounds that movie in some realism in a way and just seeing the campbell so like distraught yeah uh, uh, yeah yeah, yeah. i think her dad oh god oh my gosh so I have an idea after this game. I'm going to oh, ask yeah. something. Okay. okay. Next one. Everybody should get to. Come play with us, Danny, forever and ever oh, and shining. ever. It's the shining. That movie fucked me up as a kid, too. Oh, well, not as oh, a kid. I love, I I love a watching team. film essays about it online. It's so good. There's so much to unpack. There is so, like. Have you watched um, Room 237? It's that documentary about like say, all the theories about The Shining. I want to say I've seen it. Like the, a lot I've of seen it's it, nonsense, but it's really yeah. fun to listen to people spout off nonsense. And like, I love fan theories. Oh, I want to watch like, it. Not now. based in fact. It's like really fascinating. Yeah, I need to. Okay, yeah, I've I've seen it like advertised and out there, but I haven't watched it. But now I yeah, want to. Okay, and this is the last one. You're gonna die up there. This is a t- tricky one. Oh wait! You're gonna oh, oh, what? Oh, you're gonna die. Oh, you're just saying it over and over, like I just, I'm like, I know this. What's wrong with me? It is. It's one of those that you're like, fuck! I knew that. You're gonna die up there. Do you want a hint? Yeah. Small child says it. Oh. Um, vomit. You're gonna (laughs) die up there. I don't know. It's gonna bother me. I'm gonna scream. Do you want me to give it away or do you yeah, want to keep it? Yeah, what is that? Tell me. It's um, Reagan McNeil from The Exorcist. She tells, <gasps> oh, yeah. I kept thinking Poltergeist. I'm like, not Poltergeist. Yeah. Not Poltergeist. The Polter- what does she say? Oh, what does she say in the Poltergeist movie? 
They're here. They're here. Yeah. yeah. Wait, you're going to die up there? Up there. I think she was talking to somebody going up something. Oh, there. that's where I was like, up there. I'm like, up space? There. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think she was talking about I was somebody. Pretty, I only got one wrong. Yeah. I mean, iconic though. So I just had a thought. Okay. In my head, speaking of scream and stuff. All right, all right. What is, or some, if you want to, some kill scenes that have really stuck with you and you're mm-hmm. like, damn, that was cinematic, that was good, like, Ooh. amazing. Okay, okay. Because okay. I have one 100%. I meant to ask this on my podcast. I'm glad mm, you're I stole this. it. <laughs> I guess now. Well, so iconic first one where I was just like, whoa, I think I did mention this on my pod, but I'll mention it again. First time I saw the shower, the infamous shower scene from Psycho when I was a kid. The first time I saw that scene, this, and actually there's a really, really good documentary about the making of Psycho on, Mm. I think, Hulu. And they go into the, like, very specific camera angles when they yeah. cut to different angles and it's it's just a masterpiece yeah but even just the idea of like wait but that's the main character how can she be dead right and basically it talks about how like hitchcock pretty much wanted to make that movie just to do that scene because yeah. he wanted to fuck with the audience so much that it was 100%. like yeah we spent 30 minutes with this character gave her an entire backstory mm-hmm. so you would think it was her movie and now yep. she's just dead. dead and this money that she stole that you thought was so important it's in the bottom of a lake it means nothing yep um so then also i think the opening scene of scream is like oh, a yes. kill scene because like especially when her parents come home and she's yeah. like trying to get their Dangling. attention yes like yeah, yeah yeah so good and then also i would ha- oh, oh i also think of the ring um, oh my when, god yes when when you think the everyone's safe and then mm-hmm. the, the guy gets killed the father yeah that always fucked me up because the, that was a good movie in the way that it makes you think it's reached its conclusion yeah and then she's like don't worry sweetie we helped the little girl and the boy's like wait you helped her you yeah. weren't supposed to help her and it was like oh, what's going on what the fuck what's going yep. on yeah the, the ring fucked me up the first oh 100 percent. yeah even yeah. the second one i was like this is good too oh i wasn't i was fine into it yeah it was good yeah <laughs> I was like, i'm not your fucking mommy oh my god the best i, I was like yes bitch throw her back in the whale <laughs> <laughs> throw that bitch in <laughs> literally i have to say, one scene that i've always been obsessed with mm-hmm. and i don't know why it's from scream uh-huh. is the the tatum <gasps> oh oh yeah and i think it had to do with my grandparents had a garage and everything mm-hmm. and i always thought like he he like yeah <laughs> well, i loved this. rose mcgowan's character so i wanted yes. her to get away so bad i did I too like, i was like bitch fit through that doggy door fit through that doggy door her titties they were too her big booty. yeah it's just and the fact that she going back to the whole like the beautiful girl next door being yeah. like oh my god no like i'm so scared she was like bitch fuck off and then she was like fighting <laughs> back and throwing the beer bottles that's what i love when a girl fights, fights i love yes. when, like i mean it's, it makes it actually more impactful when they die yes because like, they're, hate, they're put up a fight 100 like I, I feel like if that was a another movie or something like that like she would have been like oh my god and like dropped all the bottles and been like right. oh my god i'm trying and then would like turn around and slip on the beer and then like oh i broke my ankle and then get stabbed no she was like fuck off i'm gonna she's well, like hits him with yeah. the freezer door 
when I like how the whole time she's making fun of scenes like that and then she inadvertently becomes a girl in one of those scenes but then it gives it context because you know like she's like whoa whoa fuck 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 like what is this this is really and she thinks it's her friend is what makes it even like sicker she thinks it's like her friend in a costume 100% and and I always wonder like did her boyfriend kill her or did Billy kill her I always thought that too like who was it that yeah Timeline wise, I think it would have to be Stu actually. Stu. So I think he yeah. killed his own girlfriend, which I think that's why there's that lingering shot where he's like looking at her at the end mm. when she's dangling. I think it's because it's you know he's like oh, R.I.P. baby girl. <laughs> like, well, you know, it was one of my favorite. It's not. I guess it is technically a kill scene. It does end in a kill, but one of the most. Um, I remember it's, I'd be on the edge of my seat when I was a kid, was that scene in Scream 2 where they crashed the car and the <gasps> cops were dead oh, in the front of the car. my God, yeah. He has yes. to like crawl over his body. And, my oh my anxiety. I, we could do a whole episode on Scream. <laughs> right, Literally, seriously? like that, my heart is like beating right now. That whole sequence, I was just like, fuck, fuck, fuck the whole time. And then you think she finally gets over You're him, like, but then she yay! can't open the car from the outside, yes. so the friend has to crawl over and I also remember oh, when God. she's crawling over, she's like, oh, it went straight through his eye. Yeah, she's like, oh, <laughs> fuck. She's like, oh, fuck, he did. <laughs> he did well, I love when also when F. Campbell's like, let's go back. And her friend's like, oh, no fucking Bitch. way. Yeah. <laughs> like, girl, is he for real? Yeah. And so good. Killed. I'm like, God, you got her. You got your friend killed. You got yeah. your friend killed. So iconic. Yes. I yeah. also, I think anytime that you see Michelle, say or Michelle Gillard die. <laughs> Just because I was so used to her beating everybody up, but then I was just like, yeah. oh, I, I, like, even though it, it made me mad and screamed too when she got thrown over, but her death pissed me off. And, yeah. um, but that whole chasing sequence was so, it was like weird because you're like, but wait, she's supposed oh. to fight back. She's well, I love the part where you think she's good for a second. Like you yeah. think it's her boyfriend on the phone and she's like, hello, Ted's like, you wish it was dead. <laughs> and she's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yes. But then she runs to the top floor of the house. My Which God. is dumb. Yeah. <sighs> Buffy yeah, anyway. Summers would never. <laughs> but it was not nearly as tragic as her death. And I know what you did last summer. Which just, I it was yeah. so upset. Was 100%. So upset. Yeah. She almost over the scene where like she's running to the to the store for her girlfriend, oh, her sister, her sister. and she's and, like, "What?" And the camera's getting like closer and closer to her, and she's, oh god! And then the <laughs> mannequin favorite is the the gay and me love the drama of like because her sister hates her the whole movie, yes. and then she's like banging on the door, and then her sister's like, "I'm coming." I'm like, "Oh, oh god!" <laughs> like, hang on, that's that, that sequence also sticks in when um. It's all the mannequins. <gasps> and she's like, yeah. oh, oh which one yeah. is he? Oh, you know what else is a good horror movie? Is, um, have you seen The Others with Nicole Kidman? No, but I keep seeing it pop up and I'm like... Yeah, I won't say anything because I don't want to ruin <sighs> anything, but is actually a really good horror movie, like a well-made horror movie. Oh, good. I think another one, and I just thought about it a, lot, a little while back. Have you ever seen The Skeleton Key? A million years With... ago, but yes, that was a good twist, though. Okay, I was about to say, like, do you not like it? Because no, it's, it's I for some reason I haven't rewatched Kate it, Hudson. like I think ever. But it's I didn't so... dislike it. Oh my god, it was so good. That ending, I, I was, think, it was like I once I knew that. the twist, I was kind of like, eh, what am I gonna get out of this? I guess, like, but I'm like, this might be better a second time. It is. It's, I've seen it a couple times. I had to watch it a second time to be like exactly what happened. I was like, 
Wait, what? Did it make the movie more interesting? Could you like see stuff? Yes, 100%. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yes, 100%. So I do love like, re- yeah, rewatching something that has the twist because then mm-hmm. you can watch the whole movie with the dramatic irony. Of the, yes. Happening. Yeah. That's how yeah. the uninvited is. You have to watch that. I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to watch I'm, it and not look it up. <laughs> You're going to like watch it and be like, mm, that fucking sucked. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I, I keep seeing like, I, I keep her. seeing a pop up all the place for like underrated horror movies or like best yes. horror movies of the past 10 years. So it must be. It was so, and it's crazy because because side note side story it it <laughs> seeing that movie almost cost me my life <laughs> literally oh so i was out with one of my friends we were in a a, a play together and we were going to see this this is when it first came out so i was mm-hmm. like 15 we were going to see it and so we got our movie tickets and we were like well, we're hungry we have like an hour before the movie starts so we were going, we were going to go to Sonic because that's all we had in our podunk town mm-hmm. and got hit and <gasps> it got in a, a horrible car accident and like it totaled the car. I was fine, luckily, and everything, but yeah. like she, I think, fractured or broke her arm or something. Oh, I just was, it was like really bad and like she felt bad. I was like, girl, it's fine. Not fine, but like, but I was like oh, but then I was like, oh. I wanted to go see that movie, but, like, I clearly, I'm, like, too shooken up and everything. So, like, uh, my sister actually drove up there and was, like, my brother bought these tickets. We need our money back and everything. And so I had to wait. I waited until it was on, like, DVD to get it. Yeah. And I was, like, I've been waiting so long. And then I watched it and I was, like, it was worth the wait. It was so good. <laughs> but I almost died on my way to see oh it the God. first time. But a lot happened. <laughs> That's a dramatic, dramatic tale. So dramatic. But it's so good. You have to... That and the... I, I know nothing about it, which I think is probably the best. I don't even want to say anything. Yeah, yeah I love that. I lo- oh my god! Blind. One time, my friend, we were talking about the movie The Sixth Sense. He was like, "Oh, I've never seen that," and I was like, "Oh, you must know the twist." He's like, "Oh, what twist?" And I was like, <gasps> and I was with my um, old roommate at the time, and I was like, "Don't say a word. Anything. Don't, yeah. don't say a word." And I was like, "We're gonna watch it tomorrow. Don't even yeah. Google the name. And don't like, even because okay. it, it's like the main. I already knew the twist before I watched it because." It was in pop culture so much. See, I saw it when it like came out. So I, yeah. was, I was into horror movies. And the first time I saw that twist, I thought, oh, I good. love I love a well-executed twist. 100%. 1,000%. I'm always looking for a new... Actually, that movie, The Lodge, that I told you about, yeah. it's on Hulu. Really good twist. Need Solid twist. That. You need to really... I'm surprised you... Oh, I'm not going to lie. Some of them are great but the into the dark series on hulu no I, i've been seeing it so pop good. up i, I want to watch it yeah i would literally i'll probably message Especially you since we're probably not going to get american horror story in the Correct. fall it can like fill my little 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 void. yeah i feel like it, it, like but there's some like we didn't even finish them because they were so bad like the act like the last yeah. one that they came out with is called mm-hmm. good boy and it's about a murderous dog Oh, okay. we just couldn't get into it we didn't but it has it's been jenny greer in it and i'm like what the <gasps> fuck i love judy greer judy i said jenny i don't know why well you said judy okay I oh love sorry yeah fern mayo forever yeah. for real and i was just like oh who who made her take this role oh it was so bad she probably just had to be like a fun easy job she's like yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> yep so um, before we, I have one last question that I ask yeah. everybody, but I definitely need to put on the outline because I'm a horrible person. Um, before we go anywhere, um, do you want to plug um, any socials or any recommendations for movies or anything like that? You you have the floor. 
Oh my. Okay, well, a, cu- a couple things. Um, I'm not alone in this at all, but I have gotten into the Unsolved Mysteries reboot on Netflix. So good. And I have to say, I won't spoil anything if people haven't seen it, but the first episode, I was watching it, and I thought, mm, this is whatever, this is fine. And then it got to like the twist that made the case so crazy, and I was hooked. And I will say, some of the episodes are better than others, because yes. there were other episodes where I'm like, this isn't an unsolved mystery. That person killed them. Like, yeah. uh, but there are a couple. There's a UFO episode that's really interesting. Um, if you're into UFO stuff, I, yeah. it was really, really fascinating. But the first episode, um, I think, is the best one. Yes, I recommend at least is. watching the first episode. Because it is one of those cases where the more they talked about it, yeah, the more I thought, this doesn't make any it sense. Did not add up. It I actually ordered, sense. there's a, somebody wrote a book about it. So I ordered it <gasps> so I could oh read it. I gotta watch, oh my God, I gotta read that. Because I, I couldn't get enough of that case. Because it Same. makes no sense. It was a my good, friend, strong opener. Yeah, I have this one friend who she's guilty of always looking at her phone a lot when she's watching stuff. And so I was trying to talk to her about that episode. And I was like, yeah, and the such and such thing that makes it so weird. And she went, oh, well, I thought it was just this. I'm like, well, no, it couldn't be that because of this. And she's like, oh, really? I'm like, did you watch the episode? Yeah. But yeah, so Unsolved Rude. Mysteries. Um, I also would rec. I do, I will give a light since it's a horror movie episode. I do get a, a light recommendation for The Lodge. And I will say- okay. It is a slow builder, so if you don't like, um, um, yeah, like a slow-paced mm-hmm. thriller, it's not going to be your thing. But if you are okay with just like a slow build, it has a very interesting payoff. Um, good. And I will say, it's at least not boring. It is not like a million other movies you've movies, seen before. Yeah. So to me, that's a solid recommend. Oh, good. And your socials, any social not your social media. Your social media is not your social security card. My social, um, two things. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you can follow me at Zachary Z A C A R Y with no H, literally just spelled out Z A C A R Y W I T H N O H. You get it. Or my podcast in another world. You can nice. follow at in another world pod. Um, I have episodes come out every Wednesday yes. and I am also doing yeah, like a little thing about Drag Race. Those come out usually yes. either Saturday or Sunday, depending on how much I have going on. But I have uh, some really fun episodes coming up, including a potential celebrity guest <gasps> that I am in conversations with. They said they would let me know by this next week whether they could for sure do it. But if I do get this person, I'll be very excited because it's a it's a... Um, actor from the LGBTQ community that I liked for a while. So there should be some exciting stuff coming up. Obsessed. Yeah. So make sure that, you know, on Wednesdays you get your (laughs) dose of gays and go listen to When you're done with this episode, there is a a sister episode on my pod. So check it out. Yes. I'm so excited. Yes. So the last question that I always like to ask uh, people is because I'm really big into mental health and everything is Mm -hmm. uh, a suggestion or something that you do to keep your mental health in check. Hmm interesting hopefully it's not um, like i murder people <laughs> enough about that no, yeah. no for me what's funny because lately my podcast has been kind of what's keeping me True. healthy so i guess it to keep that into a broader way of discussing that i would say especially in this time if you're someone like me that's unemployed also because of this crazy year which i still am right now try to find something that gives you a sense of fulfillment whether that's like 
Maybe you are an artist that doesn't usually have time to work on art, but maybe mm-hmm. you're someone who usually hasn't had a lot of time to go like outdoors and go hiking and stuff. Right. Like finding some way to use the extra time to actually, um, yeah, like fulfill some sort of need in yourself so that you're not, except for me, I feel like I was spending so much of this year just wasting time yeah. because I couldn't always, I was in a bunch of shows. I was supposed to be, they were all canceled with, mm. by like April. So suddenly I was just looking at nothing but dead time and just nothing to fill it with. So yeah, just finding some way to stay busy. I think staying busy honestly is key. I mean, it can, I mean, I guess in some ways it can be seen as a bad thing. If you're avoiding, as long as you're not being avoidant by staying True. busy, <laughs> I do think, yeah, just staying staying busy and staying productive and but also at the same time flip side of that knowing this is a crazy year for everybody it's just a weird time so if you have a day where you just want to watch tv all day and eat cereal as long as you're making a habit of that like allow yourself those days and and don't feel like you're not fulfilling some fantasy of Mm. success from this year that you might see on social media just yeah perfect live your life yes live your best life Mm -hmm. uh 100% agree that's I mean that's why I feel like we both started podcasts because yeah yeah, for sure all this free like you said free time I've read my goal I've been wanting to do this pod for like two years yeah same I've literally since 2018 17 ish been wanting to do a podcast but I I bounced around all these different ideas and was like and then I'm I always like, had excuses for putting it off too like, well, I don't have the equipment I don't yeah have the I don't have the time to think about it yeah. like or plan out and no I'm one like, would well, listen to it yada yada, yada, yada. Yeah. yes 100 percent. so awesome well thank you so much for coming on um hopefully uh if I ever invite you back which I plan on doing <laughs> if um, okay all right. no 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 I I <laughs> Mm. Um, it's because the pickles I knew it. yeah it is because oh my god they're so disgusting um <laughs> <laughs> now when when i invite you back hopefully you accept the invitation and hopefully everybody goes listen to another world every time i have to stop myself and think about it because i want to say in another life because that's the katie perry lyric <laughs> exactly that's no, where my that. mind goes and i'm like don't say that don't say that don't say that but yes in uh, another world in another world it, i it, always want to say in a world because uh there is this really good indie film about voiceover artists called in a world <laughs> and i always that's so true yeah. though because i always in a world where blah, blah, blah. yeah definitely but yeah it's been so much fun um mm-hmm. chatting and oh we i mean we covered a lot here um lots of scream i could talk about scream for a whole episode just be totally honest 100 <laughs> percent. that so honestly still. i would do a scream part one and two again and split it between because i'm trivia obsessed. do you know who's supposed to play cotton's girlfriend in the opening of scream three like she like was offered it do I know this? It's real a really famous person. I would be like, holy shit, that would have been crazy. I feel like I I've heard this before, but I feel like once you say who it is, I'm like, oh, I did know that, but I might be wrong. It was Kate Winslet. What? Okay, yeah. I did not know that. That would have been some shit. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a gag of like, holy shit, that's Kate Winslet. And then would have been that would have been a gag. Yeah. I still like the 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 fourth one the gag of the fake the fake out oh the fake out and the fake out and the fake out and the, the fake, fake out, out. and oh, i love Kristen bell anything she does oh um, her and anna paquin just on I the was couch just like, like you okay. never stop talking during the movie mm, it's the- so good so good and then it, it's crazy the garage thing i feel like it was a nod to the first one with the yeah. 
I'll appreciate Tatum, it. yeah. And I was like, yeah, but then when it, anyways, yes, we can yeah. talk about Scream. Yes. So much. Stop well, us. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'll let you get some time back. Oh my God, it's eight, it's almost 8.30. <laughs> Whatever, I have nowhere okay. to be. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I'm going to go, I'm actually going to go eat because- Me um, too, I'm about to I order some food. <laughs> not eat um, before all this, but I do appreciate you coming on. And like I said, everybody go listen to his episode as well, where we talk even more disturbing horror stuff. Yeah, out now. Let's take a, a break from all the um, spookiness and horrorness of this episode and breathe in. I don't know why I whistled and out <laughs> um, as I ruffle and find my book to come up with a good quote slash whatever it might be because it is 3,299 tips, quotes, reminders, and wake up calls for peace and serenity. Okay. Let me see. Mm-mm-mm. Morning meditation, mindful shower, get dressed and prepare, prepare, <laughs> prepare your breakfast. Okay, beautiful. Mindful shower, get dressed and prepare your breakfast. I mean, I feel like that's a great way to go into it. Um, and I think that's something too important. Breakfast is super important. It's like literally the most important meal of the day and i know that's corny but it's very true so get your breakfast but in the meantime (laughs) enjoy this meditation minute Okay, loves, babes, gorgeous people out there listening. Speaking of hobbies and things that you could do during the summer, let's talk about Audible, shall we? Audible is such a great tool that um, a lot of readers uh, have kind of migrated towards, myself included, because I am such a reader and I really do like, there's nothing like picking up a book or my Kindle and stuff, but I've really fallen in love with just putting, you know, uh, audiobook on, plugging in and listening. So for example, my first audiobook was Michelle Obama's Becoming and just listening to her voice and everything it was so gorgeous and like spiritual and I loved it. And Audible is giving 
my listeners a free trial. 30 days. Mama, that's a whole month. 30 days of you, you know, just listening to books and stuff. And on top of that, you get a complimentary Audible book. Even if you don't decide to go full on with the $14.99, which isn't that bad, a month um, afterwards, you still get 30 days free to see how you like it. And then you get to keep the complimentary book um, afterwards. Baby girl, try it. Even me, like, I got the Michelle Obama book, like I said, and it was, like, a lot, like, 18 hours, baby. So, I don't think I could have done it in one month between, you know, work and everything like that. But it is a good time to, like, unwind, plug in, and listen. Listen while you clean or anything like that, you know. Yeah, we love a good jam out moment, but we also love a good budget moment where you can save on some Audible books and stuff like that. So, be sure to go to www.audibletrial.com slash Steven. I'll link it in the description below, but that way you can sign up for your 30 days free and get your complimentary book. I mean, girls, guys, everybody's, let's go. Anything in between, not binary, people of the world, just go out, get Audible, try it, click my link. It's going to be great, beautiful, and maybe we can start like a cute little book club. I don't know. And now for a segment I like to call Hearthstory Lesson, where we take a look at an LGBTQ plus community member or an ally who has helped impact the community in a positive way. Enjoy! For this installment of Hearthstory Lesson, I'm going to be talking about something that is truly divine. Da-dum-bum. So, yeah, <laughs> going to be talking about the legendary drag queen Divine, who paved the way for so much and, like, really was, you know, if it wasn't for Divine, there, I feel like there wouldn't be a lot of, you know, uh, representation for the LGBTQ plus community in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. So, Divine is a, was a, um, a drag queen, um, and uh, there's a lot that goes into it. So, uh, of course, big drag fan and everything like that. But uh, what Divine did that was so wonderful was she was able to transition into, like, a lot of, like, good major acting and got the world speaking and talking and, like, questioning and, like, oh, work. Like, this is a, a true art form. And she's definitely a cult figure now in the community. And um, that sounded weird. Like, a cult, like, phenomenon, I guess. But figures another way. Like, cult following, you know. Um, uh, but, yeah. And I also highly, highly, highly recommend there is a wonderful documentary that was done in... 2013 I believe it was and it's called I Am Divine I believe it's on Netflix and it's just really good and it goes through the whole um, shebang and story of Divine and all the the moments and everything and highlights of her career Um, one big thing that I think is so amazing and awesome is um, Divine was actually in the movie Hairspray not the 2005, I think it is, remake, um, but the original OG Hairspray from John Waters that uh, it, just iconic as Edna Turnblad, you know? Such an iconic character and really showed the acting chops and everything and such a such an amazing... And singing and, like, it was just so... so such a perfect, um, perfect platform that 
and perfect character for divine to develop and um i mean it's just it's just spawn a lot of inspiration and stuff fun fact the um little mermaid you know ursula there's rumors and a lot of stuff saying that divine was the the muse between between <laughs> the muse um for the look of ursula so if you definitely look at photos and stuff of divine you'll see like a signature high arched eyebrow and stuff like that very you know very ursula so work bitch yes so i just can't can't even you know can't even what a talent um unfortunately um divine life was cut short so that sucks um passed away at 42 which is very young and um but what a legacy you know it's still divine still lives on still a lot of you know paved ways because of divine so i highly recommend looking up um you know there's a lot of other movies that she was in pink flamingos was a really good one as well um eat your makeup like there's just there's so many different ones and i mean it's it's kooky and conky and out there most of them but i mean especially hairspray look it up hairspray uh, the original ricky lakes in it as well too so um yeah divine what a what a, a treat that the lgbtq plus community um and so proud to have that legacy in our community as well too Well, that's all I have for you this week's loves. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode where we talk a lot of, honestly, a lot of scream, <laughs> a lot of horror and get little sidetracks of other stuff too. Um, again, thank you so much to Zach for coming on and chatting. And again, please go check out his episode that we did um, for his podcast in another world where we talk more horror and gay shit. <laughs> so um, always love that left that journey for me too so yes big thank you um again follow him on social media follow his journey i'm gonna also link his social medias and stuff um so you can find him in the episode description um but yeah so let me know because <laughs> I love recommendations. Uh, what horror movies or TV shows or anything that um, you think I should check out that I haven't mentioned. And um, that'd be great because I eat that shit up. And I mean, we're in a lockdown and everything right now. So let's do it. Let's get into it. Um, but yeah, you can follow me also on social media if you want to at Sir Stephen Rice on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, and if you want to get a little crazy on TikTok too even though who knows if that's still going to be a thing. So yes, at Sir Stephen Rice, check out everything. My dogs are playing in the background. I should have shut the door, but I'm just trying to give them some love. Anyways, hope you enjoyed this episode of the Sunshine Stephen podcast. If you did, please send it to your friends. Um, Rose is <laughs> running around. Um, yeah, send it to your friends. Give me a review and share, share, share. That'd be great. Thanks. 